Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented from the Lighthouse Chapel International. This rich teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for everyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Reverend Samuel Sawyer is an anointed man of God with a special grace for teaching the Word of God and a unique passion for building people and positively transforming lives. He is currently the resident head pastor of the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, Accra, Ghana. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teaching as taught in the Lighthouse Chapel International. the next few minutes I'm talking about preparation preparing for good works so I want to read the key scriptures we read second um, Timothy I believe chapter was the second Timothy we read last week Chapter 2, verse 20. Tell somebody, I'm preparing. I'm preparing for good works. That's what we are created for. I was created for good works. Even if it doesn't look like you are doing good works, that is the purpose of your life. Officials says, for by grace are we saved through faith. And ourselves is the gift of God. And then uh, uh, verse 10 of chapter 2 says, for we are his workmanship. Tell somebody, I'm the workmanship of God. For good works. I hope you understand it. So anytime you see yourself doing certain funny things, you must know that that is not your purpose. But to be able to do those good works, or to, for you to be able to do anything in life, for you to be able to enjoy a good life, for me to be able to enjoy long life, for you to be able to enjoy success. It is not by chance. You must prepare for it. Plan for it. Work towards it. For me to be healthy. I cannot be there. And say I'll be healthy. Eat by heart. Sleep by heart. Drink by heart. I will be unhealthy. Oh, need to go for. I hope I can talk with you. I need to go for this handsome young man like this man. As you see him cool like that. <laughs> hey! The energy that he has. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I need to go for this young man. So that he can prepare me to be healthy physically. It's not by chance. I hope you get what I'm saying. I'm talking about preparation. This young man is a physical instructor. He trains people on how to keep their body health. That is his whole job. Once he says something, I, I was looking at him, so I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> I'll say it in Chile. I'll say, Mr. Sorry, and as he said it, it sounded very funny to me. <laughs> that is his work. When he wakes up in the morning, one day I asked him what is his shirt size. He said, Pastor Sanyo Manyoma no me me show. He gave me a Canadian way. He gave me a track suit. Because his work is that he trains people. In other words, he can run from here to Teshin. And run back. <laughs> hey. hey! Are you following what I'm saying? And he has promised that in about two weeks' time, when he's running, he wants me to also run with him. <laughs> from here to Teshi and back hey. Hey. what are you saying pastor what are you saying what message are you giving us the message is prepare prepare for good works prepare for good things this man is able to do all the things he's able to do because he prepares for it put your hands together for the Lord he cannot just get up and do the things he does if he's not prepared. Are you getting what I'm saying? So a lot of us are not able to do certain things because we don't prepare for it. Even something like prayer. We are not able to pray because we don't prepare for it. We say wake up at 4 o'clock to pray. And you, you, go, you go to sleep at 2. When you are gone, to say, you is somebody following what I'm saying? But in this church, we're going to prepare. The reason why you don't enjoy your marriage. Because of the wrong preparation. Before you went into the marriage. What you saw was that your father insults your mother. No, 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 no. And your mother insults your father. And all around you, your grandfather insults your grandmother. And then, and then the brothers are running around with eta. Uh, you know eta. <laughs> and the children in the house, they are also just insulting everybody. And that is what you are seeing around you. And then you see that your uncle's wife comes from 
let Abio Koshi to Sakumono to bring food in the evening. No, na Kesi, Otekwenga, Ejo, La Tabio Koshi, Kenny, and Nikaba was Sakumono, Beke Beke. And as far as you are concerned, that is the picture of marriage. You know, no, Legina can Jibrashi Lemphoni. So that is your preparation. You want no Joe, his if you are not blessed to come to a church like this, that will give you cancer. That would, as it were, renew your mind a little. It will enter into marriage with this poor preparation. And that is the kind of marriage you have. But there's good news for you. I said there's good news. God has blessed you and I. And God wants us to enjoy this life. As somebody with me. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us. Glory and virtue. Anyway, God has given us. I said, God has given us. I don't think God is a bad God. Psalm 84 verse 10, 11, 12 says that the Lord God is a sun and a shield. No good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So the problem is not good. That house you are trying to build. That marriage you are trying to build. That Christian life that you want it to be. The problem is not God. As for God, he wants you to have it. I said, as for God, he wants you to have the things you are seeking for. Matthew 6.33 tells us that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But verse 32 says that for after these things do the Gentiles seek. But don't you know that your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. Tell somebody God knows. Ah, say God knows. Before we go to uh, 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 Timothy, let's look at Matthew 6.32. Somebody say prepare. Young ladies, if you are not married, begin to prepare for a good marriage. Don't complain about why you are not married. Even if there's no beloved, just begin to prepare. The only thing is that sometimes people prepare only in one direction. They prepare their body. They don't prepare their spirit. Let's look at the scripture. Jesus had been talking about the birds of the air and the flowers of the field. How they neither seek. Um, uh, they, don't, they don't toll, they don't work, but God provides for them. 
And then he said, take no thought for your life, how you shall eat or how you shall drink or what you shall wear. Lots of people are thinking about what they will eat. What they will wear. Some of you have been late to church once because of what you wear. Who has been late before because of what you wear? Be honest. Yeah. One pastor said that he thinks that food should not be a problem in a Christian's house. And then he also said he thinks you didn't spend more than 10% of your income on food. In other words, food should not become a major thinking, thinking, thinking in your life. And I declare over your life from today, food will not be a major issue in your life. Ah, you shall eat what you want to eat. Not because it is there. Are you following me? And then Jesus said all these things that I've mentioned, the food, the clothes, the drinks, the unbelievers, that is what they are looking for. Meaning that we Christians, we are supposed to be looking for something else. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And they said, for after, I'm reading verse 32. For after all these things, do the Gentiles seek. And there must be a difference between the believer and the unbeliever. There must be a difference between the spiritual Jew, that is you and I, and the Gentile, that is an unbeliever. There must be a difference. This year there will be a difference. In Jesus' name. But after these things, do the Gentiles seek. Your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of some of these things. Is that what the Bible says? God knows you have need of all these things. And my prayer is that may God supply your need. Not according to your plans not according to the economy but according to his riches let me hear somebody say amen amen now the question is if god wants me to have all this how come that i seem to be in lack it's a question is it not so is it not a serious question? If God wants me to have, then what is the problem? And I want you to know that the problem is not God. Then there must be something that we are not doing. Or something we are doing. Who understands what I'm saying? That is why I am saying that prepare. Because a lack of preparation will prevent you from what you are supposed to have. Amen. Amen. And last week I told you about two areas 
of our lives that we must prepare. So the first thing is that we must have a good attitude. Everybody say good attitude. That word attitude means the way we see things. And the way we respond. It has to do with our expectations. What is your expectation? Because though you may be a Christian, you may not even be expecting anything from God. From God. I say it again. Teresa, though you are a Christian, it's possible that you are not expecting something from God. I'm a pastor and I know what I'm talking about. The number of people who are sitting in church who say they are Christians but instead of looking to God they are looking at the pastor. And if the pastor does not respond in the way that they expected a lot of people are not looking to God. They are looking at other Christians. And they have patterned their life after other Christians. That's what the Bible will say, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Preparation. Your attitude. Your expectations. The way you look at things. What are you looking at? Who are you looking at? Even as a Christian. What are your desires? Lazarus had a bad desire. Lazarus when he desired the sopi. Are you with me? Luke 16, when you read, is it Luke 16? Yeah. Luke 16, when you read from verse 19, the Bible talks about a man called Lazarus. The Bible says there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen. Wow, it's here. And he fed sumptuously every day. And then the Bible says in the next verse, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. The Bible says that he was at his gate desiring the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. This morning, what is your desire? 
Lazarus desired to go to heaven. Lazarus But on earth he she wanted something. Think about it. What is the level of your expectation? What is the level of your desire in life? What kind of Christian do you want to be? Wishy washy willowly spineless. Which kind of Christian? Or you want to be a top level Christian? Our attitude. The good thing is that we have been blessed. But we need a good attitude to appropriate the blessing. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 29. When God had finished creating man, the Bible says, and God blessed them. Tell somebody, I've been blessed. Say, I've been blessed. You see, that blessing is a provision of God. That blessing is your marriage. A good marriage. That blessing is good health. That blessing is all the good things that God has given to us. But to be able to take it, you need a good attitude. You need to be able to see. And but the Bible says, and God blessed them. And God said unto them. So it's not just a blessing. Behold. Genesis 129. Can we look at it? They say I should close. Oh. Spiritual preparation. Today I want you to do something. As part of your spiritual preparation. I want you to decide to be an obedient Christian. Tell somebody obey. A friend of mine went to teach at a primary school. He was teaching English. And he wrote the word obey. On the board. Everybody say obey. I think I'll tell you this story in the next minute. And then we'll close with that one. Obedience. Two kinds of Christians. The one that obeys. And the one that doesn't obey. But I want you to know the one that obeys. Is the one that will receive from God. I said the one that obeys. Is the one that will receive from God. He obeys the word of God. He obeys the promptings of the Holy Spirit in his heart. The Holy Spirit is talking to you all the time. Somebody has done you something and all that you feel like is a double slap. Some of you will beat your wives. And then as your hand goes up like that, then there's something the Holy Spirit speaks to you. 
it's okay. And because you are an obedient Christian, as your hand is up, then you say, shall we praise the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> are you with me? Obey. Your preparation is when you obey. I have to close. And the scripture for today, I have not even read it. Second um, um, of Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 and 21, the Bible says, For in a great house they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. And verse 21 says, For if a man Therefore shall purge himself of this. He shall be a vessel unto Anna. Sanctify. Sanctify means set aside. And the Bible says meat for the master's use. And the verse from which we take our preaching is prepared unto every good work. And today I am emphasizing on Obey. From the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible, the people who were blessed, who stood out, were the people who heard the word of God and they obeyed it. They mixed it with faith and they obeyed it. They had somewhere in the Bible pay your tithes. And they obeyed. They saw somewhere in the Bible that cultivates the fruit of the Spirit. And they obeyed. They saw in Luke 18 verse 1 that men ought always to pray and they obeyed. They saw Job 8-7 though your beginning be small yet your latter end shall greatly increase and they said it is me. They obeyed. Abraham obeyed God. Abraham And it was counted unto him for righteousness. May you be an obedient Christian. Luke 6, verse 46. Luke the Bible says, I call me Lord. And do not the things that are telling you. Ask somebody, do you obey? What did he say? Tell somebody, I try. Say, I'll do better. From today, I want to promise somebody sitting here. As you make a habit of obeying the word of God, as you make a habit of obeying the word of God, as you make a habit of obeying the promptings of, of, of the Holy Spirit, may God hear your prayers. And may God pull through for you. Church, let's learn to obey. But to obey is better than sacrifice. Even Jesus, he had to obey. And sometimes obedience, in fact, obedience 
there's suffering in obedience. Because sometimes when you're obeying, you don't want to. Not every time that a pastor is praying that he wants to. Yesterday, Saturday, I was here in the morning. Jumping up and down. Because my physical instructor was telling me, was preparing me for a better health. Those of you are not becoming, I pity you. It's not every prayer that the pastor should pray. Pastor, I say, baby, 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 Sometimes you needed to obey. Exercise. Your eating. Your eating. All those things. Are you following? Are you following me? Next week, Saturday, I want to see you. Okay. My instructor was telling me, we did something that yesterday, it was easy. All around here. He made us. Stand two, 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 two. And some people, he says that they, the order they should be doing that they should be doing this. Hey! <laughs> For 30 seconds. Hey, 30 seconds. Some people, he says they should be doing. Like this. Another group, they say they should go down and then they should come up. Another group, the one of the wildest, they say they should run forward like that. Now we just again. I was looking. Different, different, different things. Some other one, they say they should do like that. And then we are all supposed to, after thirty seconds, and then you have to change. And then go and do what the other people are doing like that. I was saying, should I obey or should you obey? <laughs> but I thought of the benefits. And then I decided to obey. It's a good place to put your hands together. Oh, I said, I thought of the benefits. I thought of how I can be healthier and even live longer to preach by the grace of God. I thought about all those things. Even though it was difficult, at a point, he said we should walk around. I I, I came to sit here. (laughs) Then he said, get up, get up, get up. I got up. And then he said, as for church, you will sit down, but this time. <laughs> no, but you see, I was happy to have an instructor like that. Who, who understands what it means to prepare? Because though this is physical, in the spirit, there's also spiritual exercises. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I have to close. I think in the third service, I'll speak more. But I want to tell everybody here. 
other, whether you like it or not, in this world, situations will come and when they come it is your level of preparation that will show you how you can stand I said it is your level of preparation that will show you how you survive marriages break up because people are not prepared people cannot have success because they cannot see and today I'm saying that build up your capacity building up yourself so that you can see what God has for you and today I'm saying learn to obey just learn to obey be an obedient Christian am I making sense to somebody just be an obedient Christian because the rain will come the winds will blow water will start flowing and we'll see what kind of house you have built if the house has been built on, the, on a solid ground Luke says 46 actually what let's read it I think let, let's read verse 47 and then we'll close Verse 47 is my last scripture. I want you to walk out of here. Looking at one or two things you obey. I cannot make a list. When you live here, you are at home with your wife and not but the Holy Spirit is there with you. Your Bible is there with you. If you can obey. Your life is on a good course. It says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them too many here and they don't do. I say too many here and they don't do. It says, I'll show you to whom he is like. And then he told he told a, par- a story. We don't have time for that story. We are closing this service. For a moment. Begin to think about areas you can obey. Areas of your life you have disobeyed. Or areas of your life that your obedience is half and half. And begin to think about it. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Aha, the teacher wrote on the board, obey. He said, class, everybody say, obey. Then he called one student to come and give the definition of obey. So it was somewhere in the western region. One boy lifted up his hand. Said, obey. Obey. <laughs> 
Obi a obo base. Money lag we agbo. Oni obey. Tell somebody obey. Obey. Obi a obo base. Obi a obo base. Put your hands together, stand to your feet as we close. Here we go, let's go to the throne, the place that we belong. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For copies of this message and other messages by Bishop Samuel Sawyer, please contact the following numbers 0243 210 323 or 0206 485 107. If you are calling from outside Ghana, please begin with 00233 and email us at samsoya at yahoo.com. We invite you to visit us every Sunday morning at Rose of Sharon Cathedral, former Olympia Cinema, at 6.30, 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. Our youth and children's service also come on at 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. On Tuesday evenings, we meet at 6 to 8 p.m. for our midweek service. And on Friday evenings, we meet from 6 to 8 p.m. for our loyalty and fruitfulness service. God bless you.